I'll play back the levels the way you set them. Say it on me. Hey, pussy, are you still there? Lee. I back. People are always saying about the talk, and I talk, and I talk, and I talk, but guess who can walk? I back it up. I back it up. That means it's time to roll, baby. You got nothing going on between your ears, buddy. Hey, John, do you think I'm just going to sit there and let you kill me, John? I mean, really. I think I could beat every girl in my division with one hand. That guy's such a dick. I mean, you show your true colors after a fight. That fucking guy comes up to me. You know who you are, huh? I don't have much left to say other than you have seen nothing yet. <laughs> Hope to God you come ready. Hi, Michael Morgan, and welcome to this week's edition of the Wocast. No G this week, so I'm flying solo for a shorter, like much shorter edition of the podcast, as I wanted to make a really quick canter through some of the notable fights that have taken place in the last few days. With the short absence, I guess, of UFC and Bellator action. Um, it's nice to see fitting in or filling in for the notable promotions um, of the day that, um, well, there's no shortage of fight action. Now, whilst we're on the absence of um, Bellator and UFC, Bellator in particular, but the UFC get a pass for me as they have put on some incredible cards over the last two weeks with just days separating them. We've seen some incredible matchups, I feel. Big guns. And they've actually kept us well and truly entertained, like really entertained. But for me, Bellator, Bellator, hmm, Bellator not so much. Bellator 254, when you think about it, it took place on December 10th. But with a distinct light touch edition of UK and Euro talent on the card. Now, okay, Linton Vassell was on it. He does spring to mind. And uh, in particular, his victory was particularly sweet. But never fear, Bellator, old Mike has the panacea to your woes. Obviously, obviously brought on by COVID. I understand the need to be safe and to obviously look out for the fighters' interest in terms of their safety, but fighters need to fight. You need a hub. You need a base. You need a bubble of sorts, I think. Now, I know Scott Coker. Scott Coker is a man of reasonable stature, able to win friends and influence people. So why not team up with Eddie Hearn? and realise the dream that Scott Coker has spoken to me ad nauseum about, actually. You basically can host a series of fight nights at the Matchroom Base Camp, as basically they have everything you need in terms of quarantining, testing, and the grounds in which they actually uh, broadcast um, is the Matchroom Headquarters. Now, every whim and fancy can be catered for. You basically can have this as your base to create and actually put on several events that feature the creme de la creme of UK boxing, UK mixed martial arts and kickboxing. It gives you your dream, Scott. This is what you have been waiting for. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Plague Island. Now, OK, maybe the, the name needs a bit of work, but you could actually launch the Euro series. Fill in the blank here. Uh, uh, weight tournament it could be the launch of basically something which is compelling for the european audience but also the global audience alike maybe like i say scott's greatest superpower is his non-threatening vibe that he gives off he wins everybody over the vibe that he gives off is that he's a personable chap and anyone 
if anyone can actually make it happen, Scott can. Now, for me, the fact that Eddie Hearn and Scott Coker both have a relationship with Sky makes it even more easier for this to pull off. Now, I know that the BBC have actually recently entered the fray, but this, for me, in terms of partnerships, in terms of collaborations, in terms of things which will actually suit both men, it is a match made in heaven. So listen, Bellator execs, I know that you listen to this podcast. If you pull this off, I want a cup. Old Mike wants a cup for his Plague Island idea. Like I say, I think the name needs work, but I think 20% will do me fine. You know, I'm not greedy. I'm a reasonable man. Anyway, you know what? There were some notable fights this past week. First up on Friday, newly signed to one championships, Umar Kane. Now, you probably know him better as his uh, his affable name, and that is Rug Rug. He is a superstar in the making, given the traction, given the reach, given the viewership and the eyes on the product that one championship gets. Basically, this was his coming out party. And really, I do believe this put him truly, well and truly on the map in terms of marketability, in terms of heightening his profile. He basically made quick work of Alain uh, Ngalani. After, you know, initially they were just exchanging leg kicks. The referee basically stopped them and basically said to him, look, you need to pick things up a bit. And Rug Rug, you know, he's not one to be told twice. He reverted to what has been his go-to up until now, and that is his Senegalese wrestling. He took Ngalani down and, like, dropped 39. I'm talking 39 heavy punches to the head. And uh, for me, Rug Rug is the stuff of nightmare. So next up, on Saturday, KSW 58 and Glory 77 went head-to-head, with Glory pulling out all of the stops with their heavyweight one-night tournament. Rico Verhoeven, the king, has arrived. The king actually never left, but never mind. He dispatched both Hedzi Gerges and um, Tariq Kebebes um, in record fashion. For me, Rico Verhoeven or Verhoeven um, solidified his moniker as the king, basically the king of kickboxers. And um, you know what? I'd beg to differ. I'd like to crown him Thanos. He is indeed a god among men. Now, like I mentioned, KSW went out down at the same time, and I flicked between the two and managed to catch up with. Two of the notable aspects of the night, the first being Shamil uh, Musayev versus Euros uh, Juraisic. Now, after beating Juraisic in what I would say was a pretty solid and uh, a competitive three-round fight, Musayev, after he had his hand raised, um, showed absolutely no class by weaving his way through the teams who were gathered inside the cage. And he grabbed Jurisic and actually swept into the floor and started what it looked like was like some vicious ground and pound. Now, I don't really think that's sporting, obviously, but it kind of like not necessarily fits the KSW brand. But, you know, this isn't the first time that, you know, controversy has actually happened in the cage. And personally i'm gonna be real with you i don't really think it's a bad thing now ksw's owners you know in professional fashion as they are um i've got a lot of time for martin lewandowski 
Um, what they've said is that they'll review the incident regarding these two fighters following their bout at KSW 58. Now, upon a full review, a decision will be taken as to what action to take. But for me, it was the main event that proved to be the real shock of the night, which saw rising prospects, Saladin Panas, take on Daniel Torres. Now, it was Torres, I have to say, after a pretty awkward right hook, it caught Panas on the top of the head. And the result of that, basically, just saw him landing face first on the, on, on, the, on the canvas. And the referee just stepped in because it did look as though, you know, that actually, like, knocked him into the, the, the sunken place. Now, for me, one of the things um, I feel that's obviously going to happen here is obviously a very quick and a very fast and succinct uh, rematch and um, one thing you can be, you can rely on KSW for is that it's always going to put on intriguing matchups, incredible spectacles and shocking results that beguile intrigue and push the envelope with regards to narratives. Speaking of narratives, I'm now off to interview Nate Parker, director, writer and star of American Skin. His second foray into the world of film, you can catch um, the full interview and news and reviews on my other podcast, which is Trash OMFG, which is a regular look at film and television. Now, current episodes are currently available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, basically wherever you want to listen to it on all good platforms. Search out Trash OMFG and leave me a five-star review and comment. Pretty please with sugar on top. Now, until next time when we meet, which will more than likely be for Shots Fired on Thursday. Give me a follow on Twitter, that's Mike or at MikeWoTV, to continue the discussion points on anything I have unpacked today. Yeah.